Welcome back to the Coffee and Foils podcast. I'm your host, Simone, bringing you the client's perspective from the other side of the chair. As stylists, we've all been there. We do a major change on a client and they reach out to tell you they regret it. What happens next? What happens when it's nothing you did wrong, but the client just needs to give it time? Keep listening as I interview my client, Jen, about her transformation, immediate regret, and how we turned it all around. Hey, Jen. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Hi, Simone. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I know. We were, literally, before I pressed record, we were talking about how this feels so crazy to like be on a podcast when you're a podcast listener. So this will be I know, fun. right? I already have a feeling that when I hear myself say, hey, Simone, I'm going to be like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have that reaction every time I do an episode, trust me. Um, okay. So a little backstory as to why Jen is on this episode. Um, She is my client and we have a little bit of history, which I'll let her explain, but specifically why I brought her on is because as a hairstylist, there are plenty of times where I give somebody a change, like a makeover, maybe like maybe they've been talking about it for a long time, maybe it's spur of the moment, whatever the situation is, if it's something they either haven't done before or haven't done in a long time, there's always a moment of shock. I mean, myself, I've done it too. Like I've gone from one thing to the other and there's always that moment of, whoa, who am I when you look in the mirror? And like, because I've been through it a million times before with clients, sometimes there's a moment of panic from the guest of like, oh my God, what did I do? Do I hate it? Can you change it back? You know, like there's, there's some of those moments. And um, Jen and I went through something like that very recently. <laughs> and uh, I thought that she was the perfect person to come on and share that perspective because as stylists, we only know our perspective, which is usually kind of like, um, like, can you just get over it and get used to it? But I really want to hear the other side of it. So. Jen, if you will, you can let everybody know um, how we kind of got together and then what led us to the big change and how that felt for you. The big change. Um, yeah. So Simone and I met I, a lot of years ago for me now, but I started coloring my hair in, uh, in college and I wanted the ombre look that was very in vogue at the time. I call it 20, 2013 error. Um, and I had gone to another stylist and basically it had come out pretty bad, streaky. I'm naturally a very dark brunette. Um, and I definitely wanted to go lighter, but I had just either basically like bleach blonde or really dark hair. Um, and a lot of my friends go to Simone and they recommended her. And so I came in, I said, you know, what can we do with this? And Simone sat me down and said, well, you're basically going to go blonde right now. So we're going to work to um, get you back kind of to your natural color. But in order to, you know, blend this all in, we got to go lighter. So at that point, I went almost fully blonde. I think I was around 19 or 20 years old. Um, And over the years, Um, I've been going back to Simone once or twice a year um, because she does a beautiful blend job. So it's a lot of low maintenance for me. 
and kind of doing that ombre look again, but slowly and surely going back to my darker roots um, because I wanted kind of that low maintenance that it grows out and I'm able to kind of, you know, not go back to the salon very often because my natural color is sitting on top. Um, cue this summer, I decided that I wanted to go fully back to my dark hair and I had not seen my natural dark hair um, probably 10, nine years now. Um, it had always either been the ombre or we went, you know, pretty blonde. Um, I really just always had some sun-kissed colors, me and Simone like to call it, um, put in. And again, I'm, I'm a very naturally dark um, brunette. So I went into the salon and I said, I want to go back to back to black almost black um and um but you know like a little have a little dimension in it you know Simone puts very beautiful dimensions in the hair so we picked out the color together and she showed me a sample of the color we put it against my root and decided like yes this is the color of my root um and then we went to work and it was dark it was definitely really dark um and I got the blowout and then when I was sitting with the blah and the haircut and everything finalized in the chair, I was obsessed. Like I thought this was so in vogue. It was now Megan Fox, Kim Kardashian, Courtney Kardashian era. So I'm, I'm loving it. I'm in the chair. And then I got home and I started, you know, looking more in the mirror, um, changing into new outfits. And I got panicked. <laughs> that I went like very dark too dark and almost I was like scared that I looked a little bit Halloween-ish like I was you know doing one of those scary costumes or something and, and dressing up as like a witch um and it was just very very different um so then the next day I messaged Simone and I said I think I made a mistake <laughs> um Maybe I should come back to the salon next week and, and lighten it up a bit. I think this might be too dark for me. And Simone said, live with it for, you know, a week, two weeks. And if you, if you still don't like it, come back um, and we'll change it. And the thing is that Simone had done exactly what I had asked and we discussed and agreed upon together. So then I also felt like super guilty because this is like what I asked for. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait, I hate it. <laughs> um, so I lived with it for two weeks and with each wash and kind of just like spending more time outside, of course the color changed. And then by the end of the two weeks, I feel like I fell into it and I fell into the color and, and it kind of like sat, I guess, within me is like the only way I could really explain it. And then I loved it. I'm like obsessed, didn't go back. Um, I've been dark, I guess, for a couple months now and I just got it retouched. And I've been really loving like being back to my natural color um, and, and being dark brunette again. But yes, definitely at first, twenty within the first 24 hours, I was like, I need to come back to the salon <laughs> and get this fixed. Um, but yeah, that's the little journey we went on. Yeah. And that was a fun journey. Um, I mean, we were both definitely feeling it that day. Like we, 
we made a reel. We like, we made a video. We took pictures at the end. It was yeah. so shiny and rich. Um, and it, it's funny because like, it wasn't a huge change because you weren't like platinum, but it was big enough for you to like, look in the mirror and be like, wait, who am I? Yeah. I think after all the years that we were dyeing my hair, I became more of like a light brown chestnut. And then the bottoms were, you know, a touch of blonde. Um, and only my tip top roots were that dark color that I am now. So seeing it like frame my face when it had it in 10 years was big, big change for me. Yeah. And I want to know, and like, I know this is weird because we're literally talking and you're talking to me about (laughs) an experience you had with me, but like what went through your head when I responded back to you being like, can you give it time? Were you like, oh my God, no way. Am I going to get used to this? Or um, like, why is Simone being mean? Not that I was being mean. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to yeah. know like the behind the scenes picture of what you were thinking when I responded that way. Um, I was like, I was all for it because I think we came up with a plan. And so then there I'm like, okay, you know, like if it was just, I think I, you could do anything for two weeks. I had a, I had short hair lob for a while. And so I'm like, hair changes, right? It grows. I'm okay. I think I'm, I'm personally someone who's changed my hair a lot over the years and have looked very different. And obviously I went through a very bad experience that got me to you in the first place. So I can live in it, you know, and, and kind of live in it, which is what we decided but your response was like a, a plan. Like we had a strategic plan and I, ob- and I trust you. And then, and also, you know, if I didn't like it, like you told you hundred percent said, come back. So I was like, all right, 14 days, I'll be back next Saturday. Like, it's really not that big of a deal, but also I needed to talk. I was talking to my friends and I feel like they weren't helping. I needed to talk to you for <laughs> it to, for it to be health. <laughs> Okay. So, uh, so basically like talking to me relieved the situation because you felt like there was permission to come back if you needed to, but like I needed you to give it time and you were okay with that. Yeah. And it's funny because I don't remember what phrase you just used before saying that like over time it set in, I think you said. And what's funny is that like it softened, like at, like at the same time that it was softening, you were getting used to it. So your eye was like adjusting to seeing yourself looking a certain way. At the same time, the color was softening and changing. And that's kind of why I went so dark was to give it the longevity. So like if we didn't quite go so dark, you would have ended up right where you started two weeks later. And that wouldn't have been good either. So that was definitely what was happening over these, those two weeks. And um, I had our message. Should I read it? Oh my God, go for it. Okay. (laughs) So one day later, you messaged me. There's like, you know, there's some emojis involved. Uh, I'm not going to read those. You were like, hi, don't kill me. I love what we did because it's also exactly like the picture I asked for. So this is on me, but I think I might be too dark for my face or I'm not used to being this dark anymore. I don't know. I'm slightly panicking. My question is, do I give it two weeks? and let some washes and sun do their thing? Or should I just book another appointment? 
maybe a full balayage and blend some lighter brown in. Also, this is your day off. Sorry. And then he said, and feel free to not answer till another time. Because <laughs> I felt guilty for sure. Of course I answered you right away. And can you imagine if you had sent that message and I like didn't answer for two days, you would have been panicking like, oh my God, Simone hates me. I hate my hair. What's happening? Um, so I said, you're too funny. Yes. Give it two weeks. A few washes, get used to it. See how it changes. I think it looks great on your skin, but it's such a big transformation for you. Sit with it and see how you're feeling in a couple weeks and we will take it from there. Sometimes you don't know if you'll like something until you try it. And from there, I didn't hear from you for two weeks and I get a random message from you that said, hi, I love my hair. (laughs) I mean, that's to a T what happened. And I did, I really felt so guilty texting you because in my mind, I was like, okay, what do you want? You went, you went to the salon and you were like, this is exactly what I want. And you showed a picture and you walked out with the exact picture that you had in your head, like to the T. And then you just turn around and within 24 hours, you're like, that is not what I want. (laughs) Or I thought I wanted. So I felt so bad um because it's like make up your mind like it's, I almost figured it was on me you know, well it was on me <laughs> and you yeah that's why I'm like I when you gave the two-week plan I think I was like and you your message was so nice um I was like okay we have a game plan and she also gets what I feel so two weeks I could do that anyone could do two weeks with dark brown hair <laughs> But a bit of fun, it's fine. <laughs> you could do anything for two weeks. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, and I, I like appreciate the fact that you trusted me and that you didn't feel like I was brushing you off because I wasn't, obviously. And the thing is, is that like it does happen, right? And not everybody will always reach out and tell you. Um, sometimes it's like someone brand new that came in for a big change and then you just kind of never see them again. And you're like, Oh, okay. Um, and sometimes it is like a, a client that you would have a relationship with or some prior history. And, um, you know, it's always a fine line of like, was it me or do they not like it on themselves or do they just need time? I like actually appreciated the fact that you were like, you actually gave me exactly what I wanted because in my head, I'm like, I know I gave her exactly what she wanted. So it's, it is a very awkward thing, not with you. I'm talking in general, when someone asks for something and you give it to them and they just don't like it on them, which is totally allowed, right? Because like I said in the message, like you just don't know if you're going to like something until you have it. Um, But sometimes that's like a weird thing because like if someone were to come back in for like what we call a redo, is it a redo if you gave them exactly what they wanted and they decided that they don't like it? Or is it on them because you gave them what they wanted and now they decided they don't want it anymore? Because that's essentially like a change of heart, right? That's not a mess up. That's just change of heart. I thought I wanted this thing and I don't want this thing. So in your case, I more so appreciated the fact that you acknowledged that I gave you what you wanted, but I also like was concerned for your hair. It was like, okay, you have some light pieces under there. You also just spent like all this money because it was dimensional. It wasn't just one color and it was kind of a tint back, which is like a hairdresser 
uh, terminology, but also like if you came in, it would have been another session. It would have been more money. It would have been maybe taxing on your hair. So that's why I was like, you need to give it two weeks. Yeah. And I also think with your saying we have a client, you know, relationship we've had for a couple of years now. Like I've been in a situation where that it's not what I asked for and it just came out bad. <laughs> and you <laughs> saw it. Um and to the point where like I wouldn't even go back to that stylist because I'm like, I don't think even if we try and fix it, like I'm almost nervous it's just gonna go worse. Um so I've had that experience where it's the other way around, right? And then after we had met that time, like I must have gotten my hair dye with you at least five or six or seven times before this time. Um, so like I knew kind of we could figure it out together as we had in all those times prior. Um, because it didn't look bad at all. It looked great. Like it was a very rich you know, dimensional color, everything we talked about, it was more just like on my face and the shock of me, which is exactly what we're saying. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, what what you? This was a bad idea. And I also want to say like uh, even some more background information is you were preparing to go darker for a little bit, like, right? We had been messaging. About- yeah. So it wasn't spontaneous. It wasn't like you woke up that day with like a full balayage appointment with me, came in and was like, surprise, I'm going dark. Like you seem to have really thought about it. And so I'm usually reluctant to give somebody a major change if it seems like spur of the moment. Like if someone just broke up with their boyfriend, like I'm not giving them bangs. It doesn't matter how much they beg. Um, They need to like (laughs) wait a month at least, you know, I have rules, but like, it seemed like you had really thought about it. It seems like you had good intentions behind it. It was something you wanted to try. And I'm always down for a change. Like I was like, okay, cool. And I like really thought about the plan. You had sent me pictures. Like we had totally prepped for that. Um, That was another reason why I really wanted you to sit with it. Like aside from everything I just said, it was just like, no, I think you really want this. We did. We talked about it for at least like two months or a month prior. I, when I made the appointment, because I had asked you what kind of appointment should I be making? Um, and I sent you the pictures and we talked about it and everything. Yeah. This, this perspective I think is really important because I do think it's important here that we did have that history and we did have that trust built. Because sometimes I feel like when there's a client that's new or newer to me, like, I don't know, got my nails done. And I was like, oh, I don't know. The length is weird because that's something I'm picky about. They have to be very short. And they were like, oh, no, no, no. Like, just give it a day or two. Give it a day or two. I'd be like, oh, (laughs) they're just trying to like get me out. They're trying to get me to shut up. Yeah. So I often wonder how it feels on the other side is it me seeming like I don't care or is it me seeming like I care? And I know in our situation, it did seem like I cared because I did. I'll also say because we started with the way our relationship started with my hair being so bad, you and I have had so many conversations where you, I've asked questions and you've explained to me like the science behind what's going on and what's going to happen in a month and what's going to happen today. And we've really gone into like, you've taught me so much about hair and coloring. 
And I remember that over the years, like we've always talked about how much it changes with washes and, you know, being in, I mean, you know, obviously better and can probably explain it to everyone much better. But we've also talked a lot about the sciences behind it and, and what's going to happen before and after and, you know, what happens like right before you walk in. So I think that was another level of in my message. Like I even said, should I wait two weeks as my message? Because this has happened before where you've told me, you know, it's going to look a little different, this, et cetera, et cetera. So we've also had like those deeper, deeper hair conversations. <laughs> I'm like deeper life, no, deeper hair conversations, which is another reason why I think I was still like, okay, we, we've got a, this is like a good plan. Yeah. And now you love it all these months later. It's like six months. It's six months this month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now you love it. And we even like refreshed it. We added just like a couple pieces of subtle lightness to the bottom. You're still very much a dark brunette. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody's used to seeing you this way. Yeah. And I'm so happy. <laughs> You're like smiling from ear to ear right now. It's very cute. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think like, you know, to sum it up, because I always kind of like to come back to like the main point of the conversation is it seems like when a situation like this happens, the end result depends a lot on the relationship between the client and stylist and also the way the stylist approaches it. Well, both the client and the stylist approach it. Um, I feel like that's like a good summary for the situation. So I don't know if this is helping anybody out there, but um, because I know that this is a little bit unique in the sense that we did have that history and that trust. Um, but it is interesting to hear. And I know like, I mean, even when I approached you like to do this, I was like, oh my God, she's either going to say yes, or she's going to say no, because she, she was just like so embarrassed over the fact that she... <laughs> like was even messaging me about that because you, like you could tell in the way you messed, like in the wording, you were like, oh my God, I feel so bad. I don't want to message her. Like, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, she's either going to be mortified that I'm asking her or she's going to be like, oh my God, yes, we definitely need to talk about this. No, I was honored. <laughs> honored to be featured. <laughs> this is the best way to spend my day. I was very excited, honestly. I love it. I was like, so I was like, honestly, a little nervous. Like I was nervous. And then when you said, oh my, like, oh my God, yes. I was like, oh, thank goodness. Cause that, I I just, I knew that this is such a, a good topic that people experience every day. Yeah. So, I mean, it's happened to me twice now, so (laughs) I'm only 28, so I'm sure it'll happen a couple more times. Lots of lots of long life ahead of you. Um, so with that, I have three questions that I have to ask you. Okay. I ask everybody. And right now you are drinking wine, but I need <laughs> to know how you take your coffee. Um, I do almond milk, and that's it. No sugar, just a regular coffee with some almond milk. I'm being fancy an almond milk latte. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and can you share with me your worst salon experience you ever had? Well, 
the trying to go balayage with the stylus before I went to you to fix it when I had black hair up till my eyes and then below my eyes bleached blonde hair. <laughs> you know, no blonde. I want to say that I have a picture of that. We should post that as because <laughs> normally I would be asking people like, oh, can you send me that photo? I have that photo. I think I actually have a like a pick stitch where you put side by side of every hair color we've done together. Oh, can you send that to me? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to have to put this. I don't know if I have the pic. Oh, it's on Instagram. I'm going to have to make this with the latest one that we did with the dark hair. Yes. And then can you name your best salon experience? My best salon experience? Um... Oh, that's hard. Um, I really like, I think, the time we did before this dark change. Um, We did like a balayage, I guess a full balayage, right? It was finally like with my natural hair on top, like it had all grown out. We had been working on it for years and it was like that perfect kind of lighter brown sun kiss that I had asked for nine years ago (laughs) we had like finally got there um and that I remember I dyed it like in the summer and there was literally not a second that it ever looked bad and every time my hair grew out or I would style it a new way like a different piece of light would hit it and people asked me if I was getting every month someone's like did you get your hair dyed again did you get your hair dyed again (laughs) and no I hadn't it was just like depending how my hair grew depending how I styled it depending on the sun outside it literally looked like I was always getting fresh new color um and that that was what I had wanted for you know eight or nine years and then like seven months later I was like all right I'm over it (laughs) (laughs) I finally got what I wanted all these years and now I just want something else (laughs) um that was actually my favorite on you I have pictures of that too. I mean, you do too, but between the two of us, we'll get all the pictures together. And I think even like two months, we dyed it in like May or June or something in COVID, like right when you guys had just started taking clients again. And I remember it being such a big deal because my mom was like, are you going to wear a mask the whole time? Like this was 2020. (laughs) And I, it was so crazy. You guys were like only having a few people on the salon and everyone was like double masked. And then I think three or four months later, I was going somewhere and it looked so good. And I took a selfie and sent it to you. And I'm like, it literally wow. still looks so good. I think um, it was like a car selfie. I remember that. That like made my day. It was, and it must have been like three or four months later. And it all of a sudden like was this whole new color. It looked great. And I was just like, that was a good one. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that I could be part of your best salon experience story. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on and sharing. I know that this like could have been super awkward and I'm, I'm glad that even though it was maybe a little awkward, it was still a little fun. <laughs> The wine helped. The wine definitely helped. <laughs> and that helped me, trust me. Um, so thank you for sharing. And I will see you in a few months.
Yes. All right. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye. Thank you again for listening to the Coffee and Foils podcast. If you loved what you heard and want more, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and most importantly, share. My mission is to help other stylists improve their guest experiences by hearing the client's perspective, and I need your help to make that happen. As always, follow me for podcast updates at Coffee and Foils Podcast on Instagram and DM me with any questions or ideas you may have. Thank you and see you next Monday.